Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm checking my battery. This is Brother Bill again, trying to catch up. Lord kind of convicted me a little bit, uh, a lot of bit, to catch up on some of the stuff he's given me the past year, couple years or so. I don't know. He gave me a couple of verses back in 2013, September 28th. And this, uh, yes, here I am, obeying on 12-11-2015. We won't go there. He brought me to uh, Nahum, with the book of Nahum. Short little book out there. It's about Nineveh. We thought of ourselves, may remember Nineveh from Jonah. You know, when he uh, he was told by God to go to Nineveh. And you know, he knew God would uh, save him and forgive him. You know, Nineveh was um, the Assyrians, and they were the enemies of Israel. So he didn't really want to go. So we all remember what he did. Of course, he ran from God. God ended up putting him in a whale for a few days, three days, <coughs> until he repented. But anyways, um, let me read to you Jonah chapter 3, verses... Um, Actually, pretty much all chapters, pretty short. Uh, 1 through 10, I think. I'm reading it from the CEV version. Uh, contemporary version. It's a little bit easier to understand than the King James. Once again, the Lord told Jonah to go to that great city. Now again, this is after he repented. And, Jonah, and, he, just, and he, he went. He purposely decided to obey the Lord. <clears throat> to go to the great city of Nineveh and preach his message of doom. Jonah obeyed the Lord and went to Nineveh. The city was so big that it took three days just to walk through it. After walking a day, Jonah warned the people, 40 days from now, Nineveh will be destroyed. They believed God's message and set a time when <clears throat> they would go without eating to show their sorrow. Um, fasting really doesn't do that out there. But in the Old Testament, it pretty much did out there. Um, then everyone in the city... No matter who they were dressed in sackcloth. Sackcloth is basically, uh, and ap- application is humbling ourselves before the Lord. It's usually laying prostrate, which means face down, uh, in the dirt, usually, um, really humbling yourself and just reminding Lord, you know, we are just dirt, because basically that's what these bodies were made from, is the dirt of the earth. Um, so, and there's a lot of us. We need to be doing that every single day, humbling myself and, you know, closing our mouths and says, Lord, I want to hear you and know you and see you. Um, okay, back to this verse. They believe God's message instead of time. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, so then everyone in the city, no matter who they were, dressed in sackcloth. When the king of Nineveh, see, even the king did it. We need that today. Heard what was happening. He also dressed in sackcloth. He left the royal palace. And sat in dust. Then he and his officials sent out an order for everyone in the city to obey. See, this is the government instead of being pagan like we're seeing today across the world. Uh, it's actually, you know, trying to obey the Lord. That's the way this country used to be. Um, and nobody considered it a burden to obey. They followed their leaders. As they're doing today, the leaders are taking us down, and unfortunately, we're following them. And we shouldn't be now. Now we should. We should be following God, in spite of our leaders. If they want to go to hell, then let them go to hell. You know, if we want to go to heaven, we need to follow Jesus. That's it. Jesus is the only way. There's no other way. 
It's not Mary. It's not anybody. It's Jesus. Anyways, uh, set out in order. It said, this is the order the king said, None of you or your animals may eat or drink a thing. Each one of you must wear sackcloth, which means humbly so. And you must even put <coughs> sackcloth on your animals. I don't know about that one. I don't know how to take that one, so I'm not going address it. You must also pray to the Lord God with all your heart and stop being sinful and cruel. Maybe God will change his mind and have mercy on us so we won't be destroyed. When God saw that the people had stopped doing evil things, he had pity and did not destroy them as he planned. But now we jump over to Nahum chapter 3 verse 19. Um, And I would strongly advise you to read the whole book of Nahum. It's a short book, only three chapters, very short chapters. But 19 is saying, he's talking to Nineveh again. You're fatally wounded. There's no hope for you. But everyone claps when they hear this news because your constant cruelty has caused them pain. What do they do in America? Look at the way our nation started. I believe the application that he gave me um, is still a little bit strong in my heart out there. Where are we? We're doing the same thing today. America. I think there's a couple of applications that we probably need to take from this. Is These are two separate generations. Not sure I didn't study it to the point where how far along my Bible software doesn't show that really what year was written. Uh, this particular one, um, I haven't updated in a while, so maybe there's an update out there. Hopefully somebody said something, but anyways, um, even with America, yeah, it's a founding nation, but for the most part, the general, you know, we are not a generation no longer following God. We perverted his word and his name so much. We got people calling themselves Christians and they shouldn't be, which is actually a, probably a worse sin than not being a sinner at all, uh, because we've been deceived. And I think another key application would be is just because you're, you're greeny or your grandma, grandpa or your, even your mom and dad went on to church, go to church, follow the Lord. That's no guarantee. There's no such thing as generational salvations. There's no guarantee that the next generation is also saved and on the way to heaven. Salvation in Jesus' eyes, we all have to come to Him. We all have to bond down. Romans ten, Romans ten nine and ten, say that very clearly. Us individually, he created us individually. Um, he made us into his image because we all have a spirit, soul, and a body. Um, his spirit, soul, body is himself. It's all one. We're still one. But we are not God. We have no ability to be God inside of us. The devil wants us to think we are, but we're, you know, we don't. We have no ability to be God or anything. Um, so again, Young, for your younger generation, you could still be my age, but younger generation, you know, if your parents are still alive, they may have made a profession of faith and may be on the way to heaven. Um, but if you have not made that profession of faith in Christ Jesus to believe in the Lord, 
That's no guarantee you're going to heaven. Just be, even if that means you're still going to church one day a week. But if you're living like the devil, if you're living in sin, through you know, all the rest of the days and all the rest of the time, except for that one or two hours, that's no. Just because your mom and dad prayed to God and asked Him to save you, you may not be saved. If you're not saved yet, well, you personally know Jesus. He doesn't save us so we can do whatever we want. Salvation. There's nothing like that in Scripture. Anybody that tells you different, most of y'all have known me for a while, especially younger people, you know I have never told you a lie when it comes to Scripture. If I don't know that particular Scripture, what did I used to tell you? Let's open the Word and let's seek God and ask Him for instructions. Then I would say, He really hasn't given me that insight as of yet. But he may give it to you before me. I never lie to you. And I'm asking you, seek the Lord. Not seek me. Not go seek your priest or pastor. Because they don't know your way. They know the way you need to be. You need to be in Jesus. If they're just telling you, you can only be saved by going to that one church. Run as fast as you can. From that church. And pray. For those leaders. Because they're not. If that's the words. I'm not saying they're doing that. Some of them are. We're not saying. Just by going to church. That's never the case. That's not even scriptural. Where people. How the devil. Tempted people like that. And tempted leaders. Like that. I have no idea. I don't want to listen to him. There's times that I am listening to him. There's times you listen to him. Remember, not, none of us are a child of God. We're creation of God, but none of us. That's not scriptural. None of us are a child of God the moment we're born. In other words, we don't come out of our mother's womb born and saved on our way to heaven. That's not scriptural. Anybody that thinks different, I just ask you, if you, if you truly think you're right, then let's... Let's open the scriptures and let God speak to us both. He loves it when us, His people, come to Him. He loves it when we come to Him with open arms, not looking for anything or anybody but Him. Try it. We will have to repent pretty much every day. <laughs> Hopefully not, but we have to repent every day. So again, just take those two messages to heart. And I hope you're doing well. If I could pray with you, pray for you or with you and all, hit me up with a text. I didn't tell me a good time that we can call. We'll see if we can measure it. My schedule right now is extremely busy, but I make time if you say you want me to call you and pray with you. I'll do it. I love you. Good night.